You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. This upload is brought to you by Sports Center Bar and Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out Sports Center in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75 cent wing nights. So delicious you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game. Sports Center Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. Sports Center Bar and Grill Upload. We are recording today via Skype with inside the walls of the Gem Studios located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, for this upload, opposed to being on scene due to keeping it safe with the COVID-19 protocols. But I want to make sure I remind listeners to make sure they go on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, to make sure they check out their famous 75-cent wing nights on Mondays and Wednesdays, including the great a variety of menu options that they have available inside Sports Center, and there's a reason why it has been named the Sioux's Best Sports Bar for five years in a row now. Nothing better than go on down to Sports Center to enjoy the wings, the pizza, the the beverages they have on top, and as I mentioned, the great menu options that they have available. It is your host David McKeg here for the Sports Center Bar and Grill Upload, and you will be tuned into the Game Sports Show through the many media platforms that we are heard on including through social media, Facebook and Instagram, which is at The Game Sports Show, or through podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Podtail, or Amazon podcast platforms, or through our website, thegamesportshow.com, and of course through the GEM platform. Either way, you're very happy that you're able to join us for yet another upload brought to you by GEM and just The Game Sports Show overall. As I mentioned, I'm David. I'm here joined through with our usual in-the-pocket Panel members going first from someone all the way in Escanaba, and he is the host of the hot seat that you can check out through our episodes on thegamesportshow.com, the one and only EJ Russell. EJ, how's it going, my friend? Yo, I am happy to be here. Uh, sorry I ended up not being able to make uh, the last version. I uh, apparently decided that uh, my truck wanted to hit a bald eagle, <laughs> and so I, I had myself a heck of a day, had to call the... Uh, the police department have come out, take a report. Couldn't take anything from the bird because that'd be a felony. But I'll be honest, boys, I thought I was going to jail for a second. I know I texted you when it happened. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I remember when you messaged the group, and I believe Justin was like, don't you go to, like, prison for that I, stuff? I, I thought I was going to. Well, I, I thought I was going to for a minute. <laughs> well, the, the state trooper that ended up responding, the, the state trooper that ended up responding, she was very, very nice. She comes up, and she's like, I'm like flagging her down. She's like, are you the eagle guy? I'm like, yeah, I'm not in trouble. I am. I should just start laughing at me. She's like, no, it was an accent. It's not like we just got to do this report. I'm like, okay, good. So uh, shout out to uh, the trooper that came out. She was very, very nice. Uh, definitely made an awkward situation just a little bit better. Hopefully that is certainly, you know, with bald eagles, beautiful animal. But nonetheless, I'm not going to make you feel bad about it. And it was an accident. I'm just happy that you're okay and that the truck is also going to be okay. But definitely rest in peace at that point. Well, trucks trucks got a little damaged, but you know what? Truck can be fixed. The eagle can't. So it's sad that the eagle died, but uh, yeah, truck can be fixed. That's a good thing. And yet going to the other two panel members here, of course, with our In the Pocket segment going next to Jamie Antonello. Jamie Antonello, not only are you a great guy, you know how to be a great uh you know how to fix up things, if you will. And that's all I'm going to leave it at. I just want to compliment you on how you're mm-hmm. fixing up things. And that's all I'm going to leave it at. Well, th- thanks, man. Um, I mean, you're, you're, you're a good guy, too. Uh, that was a weird, weird intro, but 
yeah, no, uh, uh, I, I did hit any Canadian geese on my way uh, on this week, so I guess that was well. That's good. One. Yeah, so I mean, but it's the same thing. I mean, it's a felony to like intentionally kill uh, your national bird, I suppose. So, yeah, no, I've uh, I've had a pretty uneventful week. Uh, Dave, has your uh, bathroom leaked yet, or is it still good? <laughs> it is still good. The bathroom. All right. Is well, that's good. Shape. It is in tip-top shape, and uh, I certainly enjoy my showers, if you will. <laughs> What a weird start to the show. I love it. Please don't Just, elaborate. This is the this is the most unique intros I think we've had. Ever, ever. Now, let's keep that ball rolling, if you will. It's somebody that has, you know, maybe listeners may view him as a quiet individual, but trust me, he can get loud. Okay. Also, he, he may seem like a man a few words, as I said, but he will have plenty to say here on this show, I'd imagine. The one and only Justin Heichel, one of the OGs on the Game Sports Show. How's it going, everybody? Uh, <laughs> happy, happy Thanksgiving, EJ. Oh, uh, th- thank you, thank you. Forgot about I, uh, that. I, I, t- I took an extra, I took an extra two days holidays this week just for you, so I could. Uh, well, at, and- at, at, at my house this year, we're serving eagle, not not turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that's the rumor. <laughs> that, that's that's I, the plan. I love that. That is hilarious. Uh, I've I, seen can, I can I can also confirm that my bathroom uh, does not leak. So uh, good on you, Jamie. Good. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's really funny. I never thought. Hey, my yeah, bathroom's leaking. Crazy. Maybe you gotta come over here. Uh, <laughs> gotta well, if I was allowed to cross the border, EJ, I could maybe come and fix it. <laughs> you know, honestly, we'll, fella, we'll we'll tell him that that you're the fix it guy. We'll tell him to listen to this intro, and they'll be like, oh yeah, we heard that. He can come yeah, yeah, he's an essential service. It's right. fine. He knows how to. He's a good fixing guy. <laughs> the fixing guy. I might have to make that change in your about page. Which, by the way, EJ, I made a change in the about section of the game sports show for you. Just giving you a heads up. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't. I hadn't looked since Sunday. So I'm uh, excited to see the change. I'll look it up right now. Yeah, see if you like it and bring it up before we uh, let you go here. I'm going to remind listeners, obviously, that uh, being inside here with the GEM Studios following uh, the COVID protocols, you want to make sure we remind everyone that they're hoping that they're keeping safe uh, throughout the world. That is, not just here in Canada or the United States. Uh, they're happy that you're able to tune in. But make sure, I want to make sure I stress that if you are in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, make sure to continue to support local in particular with going down to Sports Center Bar and Grill. We're very sad that we couldn't be on location just this week. Uh, but we are going to be going through a rotation uh, due to obviously COVID-19. But we're here to bring you in the pocket here off on this first segment. We're going to have a topic each that we're going to bring to the table. And it's going to be a roundtable discussion. As I mentioned, one topic each. And then we're going to go to break and we come back. It's going to be myself, Jamie and Justin wrapping up the show with our pick for uh, the upcoming week in the National Football League. And it's going to be a quick and dirty show, if we will, we like to call it. And that term is from Justin from back in the Boston Pizza days. If people remember listening to us through our older platforms back in 2017, it feels like a lifetime ago, Justin. It feels like it's been so long. But you know what? The show has come a long way. It's due to all the great listeners that we have and all the great shows that we have on the Game Sports Show and the Gem platform. So I'm actually going to go first with the first uh, topic I'm going to go the way I started it in the same order. EJ, I want you to bring a topic that you want to bring up about football. It could, be, it could have happened today. It could have happened last week. It could be something that's just on your mind. What's on your mind, sir? Well, I think the piece that that's the, there's two things that are, are most interesting. I'm having a hard time trying to figure out which one I want to talk about. But I think, you know, there's enough COVID talk out there. So I'll leave the Ravens alone. So I, I want to go Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow. Uh, placed on injured reserve, um, messed up his knee pretty good. Doesn't look like he's going to be back this year. Um, 
do the Cincinnati Bengals have a shot at winning another game without Joe Burrow? I mean, is their season over? And if it is over, what piece in, in the draft do you think they need to add? Are they looking offensive line? Are they looking defense? Which way do the Bengals go? Because with Joe Burrow out, I don't know if they win another game. Jamie, I'll go to you, Justin, myself, then uh, EJ will close out his topic before we go to the next individual for their topic. Jamie. Well, who is the Bengals' backup? I, I can't even name the guys. If, does anybody know off the top of their head? But I want to say it's Allen. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, I mean, that old line is a nightmare. Like, it's there, there's not a lot of consistency there. And, I mean, I think Joe has shown that he's got the ability and he's made some crazy plays and he's an elusive dude. But, like, there are a few guys that I have ever seen play consistent amount of years and get the shit kicked out of them. The only guy that's popping into my head is Eli Manning, who for years and years and years and years got absolutely murdered on a regular basis. And then they finally got a bit of an, a consistent O-line and went on, won those two Super Bowls over four years. But I think they got to They have to invest. Now, if Joe's injury is very significant and he's going to miss times beginning uh, the start of the 2021 season. Yeah, that's what maybe, I heard. Yeah, so if that's the case, then maybe because we are more than halfway through the year right now, things can happen. You may not heal as quick, but I, I think they would go the old line route, but that team's got a lot of problems, so it could be a lot. And let me... Let me throw this in here real quick. Brandon Allen's going to be coming in su- in succession. Uh, Six-round pick in 2016 by Jacksonville. Went to Arkansas uh, so far this year. Uh, 515 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, total QBR 40.1. So not so hot right now. No, that, yeah, it, I mean, Brandon they, Allen, who are you? <laughs> you're about to make your name something. You're going to be some sort of hero because uh, I know there's been some good six-round pick uh, uh, quarterbacks like, can't remember a lot of the top of my head, if you will, but nonetheless, never know what can happen in terms of a success. Well, I mean, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady, there's one the one of the best, if not the best, to play, right? So I'm not saying Brian Allen's going to go out there and be a Tom Brady. That's not even close to what I'm saying. Uh, despite my uh, knowledge lengths between the other three that are on this panel with when it comes to football, uh, but. I won't jump into my thought with the topic, but yes, EJ is correct with saying Brandon Allen is going to be the starter uh, for the upcoming weeks and most likely the rest of the season unless someone else comes up through the grapevine. But, Justin, I'm going to go to you next for a response to EJ's topic. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a bummer. Like uh, I was I was enjoying tuning into the Bengals games a little bit every Sunday just to see what he, he had going on because, I mean, they, they were interesting. I uh, I he kind of got some chemistry with uh, a few of the receivers there. I mean, even A.J. Green was a blip on the radar for a bit this season at one point. Um, but I think... He got in the end zone this week, didn't he? I think he did, yeah. Yep. Uh, but I, I'm, I, I'm pretty I sure think, I saw a highlight. I think if I'm, I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm probably not going to br- try to push him back until the 2022 season. Tank the rest of this season. Tank next season. And build up that offensive line a little bit. It, you got to protect that investment. I mean, I'm I'm speaking from a place of knowledge here. <laughs> you don't you don't want the you know your court. You finally get an offensive line seven years down the road, and Joe Burrow can barely walk into the office and says, "Yeah, never mind, guys. See you later." Yeah, yeah. Okay, you don't want yeah, that happening. So I, I think you got to protect that investment right now. I mean, you've got. You've got some receiver depth that you can maybe trade in the offseason to, to try to help build that up or build up some picks to trade up in the draft to get some more offensive linemen. But 
I think offensive line is your number one, number two, and number three focus right now. See, the one thing yeah, that I'm saying... Uh, Jamie, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, just for the listeners that didn't catch what Justin meant there, I assume, Justin, you're, you're talking about Andrew Luck. Yeah, that was my uh, subtle reference right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry to, to put it in the limelight, but yeah, no, it's a good point. That's another guy along the Eli Manning route that I talked about, but Craig guy hung it up after seven years. We do not want to see that again. Honestly, you know, it's an, going to my response with the topic. It's a couple of things I wanted to bring forward to it. It's, it's an injury that, yes, you can get surgery with. Yes, there's rehabilitation. Uh, but it's also an injury that if it isn't properly rehabilitated and rehabbed in a certain way of strengthening it, it could be an ongoing issue, as Justin just alluded to, as you can get older, right? And, you know, we're in a circumstance right now in the world where you can hold on to the patient still. Now, everyone's going to be scared about, whoa, if he misses a, another year beyond even next year, is it going to slow him down? Honestly, the, the Joe is still a young quarterback. He's a young athlete. This is at, the, at a pivotal age in his career in terms of his strength and development in his body and to get to understand the way his body is going to respond to the National Football League. And for him to be able to come into – a season at a 100% opposed to 99, that one extra percent is going to be pivotal in his overall development as an NFL quarterback. And he is, not only is he a good NFL quarterback or going to be a good NFL quarterback, he's also a guy who wears his heart on his sleeve. He cared about being in Cincinnati. He wanted to be there to really turn around that franchise. And obviously it wasn't going to happen this year. Heck, it probably isn't going to happen next year either, despite the way they were going. The next three to four years, you might start noticing the change in Cincinnati after he makes some signings, some drafting, and everything kind of surfaces out. So overall for Joe, I couldn't agree more with what Justin said because you got to make sure he's going to come back and be ready to go. And heck, even next year, wait until the year after. Get, get him the right rehabilitation that he needs and allow him to strengthen up and keep his arm going, keep him hot, keep him focused, do what he can to make sure he can kind of keep his senses of the game going. And he'll be able to come back and he might be a leg or, ste- or a step or two back when he comes back for the first couple of games. But if he's able to be rehabbed properly and he's kept in touch with the game in some sort of aspect, he won't miss too much given his age. Because somebody that if this happened to someone like Tom Brady, a severe injury like this is going to be, it would be harder to bounce back from because Tom Brady's older. Okay. Joe is at a young age. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when he does come back, how he responds. But overall, Cincinnati, you're not, you weren't going to the playoffs this year. You weren't going to the playoffs next year. Probably no offense, probably not even the year after that. You have a window of, uh, of opportunity to really bring in some young talent. So when Joe comes back healthy, you can come out with a bang. EJ. And I just I need to go back for a second, correct myself. Uh, Brandon Allen, uh, 2019 through, oh. uh, he appeared in three games, through three touchdowns, two interceptions, 515. So it's just 2019 stats with the Denver Broncos. Um, I don't even remember him. I honestly don't even remember him. I I don't uh, know I, though. I vaguely remember him. Yeah, and I'll say this: I don't know if I agree with the Bengals tanking until 2022. Okay, and and the main reason why is. Ben Roethlisberger's getting older. Okay, he's going to retire one of these next couple seasons. It very well could be this season. Uh, so the Bengals are in a position that they can stockpile up some draft picks here and, and really make a push over the next three years to uh, really position themselves to play well in the AFC North for quite a while. Okay, you got right now the AFC North is a very tough division. You got. The undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. You got my Browns yep. sitting seven and three. Baltimore, where they six and four, and then you got the Bengals sitting down there at the bottom. 
I, I mean, the Bengals, you have to remember this, too. And Dave pointed this out. Yes, he very much wants to be in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is from Athens, Ohio. OK, that's where Ohio University Ohio is. And that's guy. he's from Athens, Ohio. And, and that's Bengals territory down there. OK, once you kind of get south of Columbus, uh, if you're a horizontal line in the state, once you get south of Columbus, man, that's and even a little bit above that. That's Bengals territory down there. Good point. You know, the city of Cleveland, we own the Browns and we got that that north section. But once you're south of Columbus, that's Bengals territory. So this is a guy playing for a team where his hometown fans, people even went to high school with, they're coming to those games. Uh, he's a great piece for them. The first, I, I agree with you guys. The very first piece that he needs to add or the Bengals need to add is an offensive lineman. Okay. Uh, protect the left side, get yourself a good left tackle, somebody that you trust. Uh, and then outside of that, you also need to, and this sounds a little bit, backwards to maybe some of you guys next thing you need to do is address your defensive line key just trade away it's a very good piece i think they traded carlos dunlap to the seahawks this year uh and and that sounds weird to say oh well, you want to protect joe burrow why would you add defensive line a good defensive line can get into the backfield of the offense disrupt and keep your offense on the field okay giving your guys more opportunities to make plays if you have a good defense that's continuously getting you the ball over and over and over that's a great piece to have. And if you can count on your defense to go up and make a stand in a tough game, that's huge. And the most important part of a defense, in my opinion, uh, you know, outside of that middle linebacker position, has to be the defensive line. Okay, That's why you see these guys like uh, J.J. Watt getting paid a ton of money. You see Chase Allen from Ohio State getting drafted up high. And by the way, just talk about Chase Young for a second. How about uh, Dwayne Haskins, Chase Young, and McLaughlin, all Redskins player, former Ohio State uh, alumni, or excuse me, all Ohio State alumni going up to Joe Burrow uh, and dapping him up. Once a Buckeye, always a Buckeye. So I love that. But after the offensive line, specifically, you got to protect that left side, K's blind side. Uh, I think the Bengals need to look to adding defense in the next couple of drafts, too. Um, but hyper focus on that defensive line position because if you get yourself a good defensive lineman, right? The Browns got Miles Garrett and he's just tearing it up this year. He had to miss last game with COVID, okay? Uh, you look at the Chicago Bears, uh, Khalil Mack, even when he was in Oakland, okay, he made the Pro Bowl at two different positions, both linebacker and defensive lineman. Okay? But these teams with these great defensive linemen, the Bosa brothers, uh, T.J. Watt is technically a linebacker, although he plays up front a lot. Getting those kind of guys there to disrupt the game and get your offense back on the field, get your guys more opportunities. Joe Burrow can sling the football. He's just got to be on the field, so he needs a defense behind him to get him back out there. Good, good points. I like all that, fellas. Now, what I what I find is that this season has been, despite everything that's going on and all the cases that are still uh, sky, uh, skyrocketing, I don't know the exact numbers out in uh, Michigan top of my head, even though I should probably know more, but I know it's not. I know things are going. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. It's in our backyard here, man. Yeah, and it's 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 un it's unfortunate how it's going, but I got to give credit to the NFL overall for. I thought I thought the NFL was going to be you know a disaster this year. I I honestly thought it was going to be almost like the MLB. No offense to MLB, uh, but NFL has done decent or just above decent with handling everything and getting. I went Zen, right? I went to a game. I went to a game. I thought they did a great job of trying to keep fans safe. They have people walk around telling you get your mask up if you weren't actively sitting there eating your nachos or drinking your beer. Things are doing a great job. <laughs> No, for sure. I'm jealous. No. I'm so jealous you went to a game. Oh, uh, you know, what does yeah, that mean? Did I tell you did I tell you which game I went to, boy? It was the Colts game. That went yeah. really well for me. Just want <laughs> to throw that out there. <laughs> uh, I like I was supposed to be at the Colts Packers this weekend. Oh no. That was, that was a heartbreaker. Well, I mean, it was a good game. Yeah, it was it's awesome. the that you didn't get that a great game to go to. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I like we could have flew, but there's just too much rigmarole with that. Then I can't work for a fucking month afterwards. Like, yeah, yeah. And can we thing. can we talk about your kicker's goggles for a minute? Blankenship's been wearing these things since Hot he was Rod, in Georgia, baby. but he looks like such a dweeb. Who's Man, he's like, you want to bring up that, Justin? <laughs> he's he's like he's Kenny Blankenship's son from Most Extreme Elimination. Know, Chapter. There you go. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Has everybody that's seen what, that that's what I have DK Metcalf this week, by the way. No, jump to uh, that. It's a side by side picture of like Rodrigo. Oh yeah, it's embarrassing. And then DK with his shirt off, and they're like, "How do these two humans play the same professional sport?" Yeah, the so dude's funny. got his scrawny little chicken wings it's hanging so out. So funny. <laughs> you know what? I don't like Metcalf is actually a freak, man. That guy is a freak. I'll never forget that rundown against Arizona. I was actually watching that. crazy. I was watching that, and when I was looking at it. I was like, that guy's gone. Then I see Metcalf, the the summon of the alien. They like to call Metcalf. Just got summoned from planet speed and literally just caught up to every, caught up to him and tackled him. It, obviously, you know, he still had a good chunk down the field, but to catch him at the length that he did. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I mean, there's certain athletes in the game of football where you look at and they say, holy shit, that guy's a beast. And go, holy shit, that guy's smaller. Holy shit, that guy is extremely heavy if you will <laughs> he's a freaky dude man yes justin was that your topic you want to bring that or you got something else you want to bring to the table oh no that was just that was just me bitching about something i gotta complain <laughs> myself every week so you know you know how that goes uh, oh yeah <laughs> even the touch on ej's defensive lineman thing like i'm horrified this week the buckner's on the, the covid protocol list and we're playing the titans again not great like, that's that's disastrous I think I'll tell you that for free. This is like this game for number one in the division because we got that stupid loss to the Jags in week one. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a mess. But and we, uh, we by the Colts, right? Yeah, no, I, well, you know, fans we, know. Let's everybody finish. knows. Everyone knows. It's we by association, you know. I got my blue and white Christmas lights up again. Oh yeah, there you go. It's not about the Leafs. I tell you that right now. It's, it's well, I mean. We're it's it works. season right now, so they're like a they're a unisport Christmas light. There it is. <laughs> Let's everyone in the neighborhood know, especially the Bruins fan down the street. Absolutely. <laughs> See now, where I grew up, the only people that and this is true, the only people that put up blue and white lights on their house were all the Jewish people, right? My hometown was about fifty percent Catholic, fifty percent Jewish. Oh. So, wow. so some of the Jewish people would put blue and white lights on their house just so they could participate in the well, festivities. Yeah, you know, you know who is the only person on the planet who didn't know that? Me. Uh, well, now you know. See, was, was, people are either gonna think that you're a Colts fan, a Leafs fan, or hey, man, that Jewish guy's just weird. He's got Christmas tree hanging up. Well, that's what I mean. I, like, I was looking in Canadian Tire there. I'm in the aisle. I'm looking at the lights. I'm like, fucking right. They got Leaf fan lights. Like, this is awesome. I don't know why they don't have any other team, but fuck those guys. It works for me, right? Hanukkah? Would it mean Hanukkah? If I remember correctly, is yeah. that- well, there is the the flag for Israel is white and blue. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the Jewish culture has adopted white and blue kind of as their colors a little bit. Look at this. Yeah, so I, got, I got the white and blue lights with the Christmas tree up. It's um, like festivus here at my house. Just put a menorah in the window before somebody yells at you. There you go. Well, I could do that too. Honestly, well, I get like ten days of presents too, right? Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, that's also true. Eight days. Eight days. Eight days. Eight days. Eight eight crazy days. Eight crazy nights. Wasn't that a movie, Adam Sandler cartoon? Good movie. Good, good, good. uh, What do you call it? Uh, That's a technical foul. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, uh, is that your topic still? Or I think you brought up a couple things you wanted to there. Yeah, no, I guess, I guess like, well, my original topic was just going to be like, I just wanted to see if everyone thought the Steelers are kind of getting hosed with all these games. Oh, they're getting so hosed right now. Like, I, I think that's, I'm, I, I would like to see the Steelers lose a game maybe, but uh, whatever. Go screw uh, like, I, I, I think they're getting hosed. Like, they, they lost their bye week already, I believe. Did you hear what Tomlin was going to do before they had to push the game tomorrow? No. He was going to give the team, like, as soon as the game ended, he was going to basically give them a bye, like, treat their bye week as, like, from Friday to Wednesday. And then they would show up like Wednesday afternoon or something and do their team meetings, like they start their prep for the next week. But now they got pushed to Sunday again, so they can't. Like it just sucks. Yeah. I thought they got pushed to Wednesday. I thought they got pushed to Wednesday. No, it's Sunday as far as I know right now. That's what I read on through our friends with ESPN, and also with our Canadian side friends and connection to ESPN. TSN was saying that that. <laughs> pushed over uh, into Sunday is what I realize now and as everybody knows we record the show on a Wednesday and right now at this current time the Steeler game is well it's all has I don't think it's been 100% of seems like it's going to be moved to Thanksgiving Sunday. Thanksgiving night game between the Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers has been moved to Sunday the NFL announced today and that was at 12:56 p.m. That's on ESPN's site. Oh, there we go. Nailed it. I got something else that I even did there. They, I got your facts, buddy. Hey, you know what? And oh, honestly, boy. I'm happy that you brought it up, each, uh, uh, Justin, about the Steelers, and have to be the Steeler fan to bring it up. They are getting kind of hosed is a perfect word for it. I was going to say screwed over or fucked over was the word I was going to use, but you know that's we'll keep All it. Good a, well, you know what? It will keep it appropriate, and you know I may sound less intelligent if I lay down more swears. So, uh, at the end of the day, you have you you have a an NFL season where everyone has to adjust, okay? And and the Steelers are having a great season, and I love watching it. Okay, it's great coming from a Steeler fan, and I I hate hearing, and that's I don't even like using that word, but would hate people saying that the Steelers are probably the worst 10 0 team in recent history was someone that told me here locally. That's one of the fans of the show. And I said, that's how do you stupid. figure? I said, how do you figure? And they said, cause their schedule has been easier. Listen, you're not in the same division as the friggin' giants, Eagles and Washington. Okay. There's no, that they're in one of the tougher divisions in football. If you want to say the Browns are a damn good football team, the Ravens the did play that division though this year. Yeah, they did. And maybe if you want to call that good as a point, that could have been their bye week, if you will. Uh, so at the end of the day, I guess Scott I'm, fired. Uh, you, you know, that could have been the bye week for sure. Like I said, I'll make sure I repeat that. And I'm going to make I kind of jumped in here. I was going to do my topic last, but I'm going to connect my topic with Justin's then here with, you know, with the Steelers getting the situation they have. If you're a good football team, a you got to find ways to win and anyone could disagree with that. And despite what's going on this year, you're going to have to make adjustments. And two, the Steelers being in the position that they are, I EJ brought up a good point earlier. Is this big Ben's last run this year? I'm going to go to Jamie first. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think he's finally like feeling healthy, right? I mean, he's had like a, he's had a decent year. He's been, for what two or three years before he was regularly injured and he's been able to play in every game so far this year uh correct me if i'm wrong there but yeah I, I don't think he's i don't think he's done at this point i mean maybe he'd, i mean if they win a super bowl uh, things change i think in a player's mind i mean there's the the whole walk away into the sunset jerome bettis style but i mean 
I don't think he's done. Justin. I mean, if if they win the Super Bowl this year, I think he walks. I, I mean, why wouldn't he? It's uh, it's almost a storybook end to a career, and the Steelers have a way of doing that with their players that have done a lot. That'd be his century. third ring, too, right? That'd be his yeah. third? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Jerome Bettis, you know, was a guy who won on top, obviously the bus, right? So I can I can see that. But there was a quote today that Big Ben brought forward on NFL.com. He says, we're not chasing 60 and 0, we're chasing Lombardies. So I don't think he is done after this year, but that'll be my quick answer to that. EJ. You know, uh, if he can continue to stay upright this season, okay, and not get put on his rear end, uh, I think he can come back for another year. I mean, he's look at what he's doing right now, okay. His leading receiver, a Canadian boy, Maple Trout, yeah. got eight touchdowns yeah. this year. I'll give you guys a little love there. Uh, and he's ten. got tw- he got ten. Ten now. Ten now. He has ten. Well, He's the first in his and rookie history, I believe, at the exact bat to have ten and ten teams, I believe. Well, ESPN website's wrong then, so sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Ben Roethlisberger still has about twenty five hundred yards right now, and they're ten games in. Cases so hit. He's gonna hit three thousand for sure. He might even sniff four. And for a guy to throw for that many yards this late in his career and be as successful as the Steelers have been in winning football games this year. Uh, yeah, I think he can come back. You know, as far as their schedule goes this year, I mean, you started off with a 10-point win over the Giants, you squeaked past the Broncos, you squeaked past the Texans, you know, you beat the Eagles by nine, you stomped my Browns in a game where your defense just showed up, oh, squeaked yeah. past the Titans, squeaked past the Ravens, barely beating the Cowboys, mm-hmm. good win over the Bengals, good win over the Jaguars. I don't know how this team looks in the playoffs, okay? And I think that the best game coming up, they got to play the Ravens again. They get um, the Ravens at home on a, this, or excuse me, Ravens at home uh, Sunday. Then you have the Washington football team, and the biggest two games remaining on that schedule outside of the Browns in the last game of the year, probably the Bills on mm-hmm. December 13th. That game is going to show me a lot about who this Pittsburgh Steelers team is because that Bills offense is legit. They have been fantastic since adding Stephon Diggs. I believe he might be leading the league in receiving yards. I, I'm not going to pull up the stat line right now. And Jared Allen, or, yeah, Allen over there uh, is playing at a level where he might be an MVP candidate this year. Or Josh Allen, excuse me. So the, the, they, the Steelers are a good team. You don't accidentally go 10-0. I get that not all of your wins have been resounding, boom, hammer them out wins. But that team's standing up behind its defense, okay? Look at their their standings in the AFC North, okay? They're leading the division in points for by 30 points. And the next closest team in points against is still 21 points behind, and that's the Baltimore Ravens, okay? That's how you win football games. You use your defense uh, to support your offense. You keep the offense on the field. And they've got a great wide receiving core. Pittsburgh always has a great wide receiving core. But I think it really helps to have James Conner healthy. They have Ben Roethlisberger healthy. They've got a guy in Claypool that's producing like a number one receiver this year. And, oh, by the way, they still have other dudes like Juju Smith-Schuster, Washington, and the other cast of characters. Pittsburgh Steelers are legit. They could go 16-0. and I think they're going to finish more of like a 13-3. and I do think they dropped the games. Uh, to the Bills and to uh, the Ravens next. I think the Ravens find a way to win that game. Uh, unless the COVID becomes an impacting factor in that game. But I think either the Browns or the Ravens steal one. I think they lose the Bills. And I will say this. I think the Colts find a way to win late because Pittsburgh is going to have that playoff spot locked up. 
Uh, Colts are going to be uh, coming into Pittsburgh. I don't expect to see Big Ben playing in that game. And then you got uh, Philly Rivers back there slinging the football and, and goggles, kicking it through the uprights, it feels like, every other time uh, they touch the ball. But I, I think they drop that game to Colts. I think they drop a game to Bills, and I think they lose to either the Ravens or the Browns. But I think some of those late losses, though, also have to do with the fact that they're going to be sitting at probably, you know, uh, 10 or, excuse me, 13-1 and 1 or, or 14-0 and 0 in those last couple weeks. So we'll see how it goes. But I, Pittsburgh is going to win the division, it looks like, pretty handedly. Um, but I don't think they finish undefeated. I do think that they set themselves up, though, uh, for a number one seed. Now, last topic that we're going to bring up before the break, it's David McCake here with the Game Sports Show inside the Gem Studios, our Sports Center Bar and Grill in the Pocket Edition with EJ Russell from Escanaba, Justin Heichel, Jamie Antonello inside Jim Ontario through Skype in this edition as yours truly is inside the Gem Studios. Jamie, go to you for our last topic before we go to our first and only commercial break. Yeah, well, the... uh the early list for the 2021 Hall of Fame class has been released. The 25 names that are have been designated as potential finalists and potential inductees came out. And there's some, I think, some surefire uh, first ballots. Like Peyton Manning is the head of that list, obviously. Who's but, that? Uh, I, yeah, who's that? Uh, ask Justin. He'll know. <laughs> um, so, he, I think he sells insurance and pizza. <laughs> he's really good at it, though. Um, I actually have his bust in my garage. <laughs> so he's a for sure first ballot and uh i think reggie wayne's a guy who's been waiting a few years i think i i just think the romance of sending them both in i think the the hall of fame committee voters are gonna buy into that but i kind of got into a bit of not an argument but we got talking about sports with a couple of the guys i coached with and calvin johnson is up for uh induction mm-hmm. and we were kind of going back and forth about whether or not he's a first ballot guy and my argument was that Patrick Willis didn't go in on his first try. This is now his second year eligible. And they both have very similar careers, played nine seasons, were considered the best of their position, hands down. Neither of them won a Super Bowl, but were both all pros basically every year and completely dominant players. That was my big argument. And uh, I still got fought some battle with it. So I wanted to hear what you guys had to say. Is Calvin Johnson a first ballot Hall of Famer? EJ first, Justin second, then yours truly last. EJ, go. Yes, absolutely. Calvin Johnson is considered uh, arguably, you know, you can ask Lions fans and they'll say this all day, that Calvin Johnson is probably the most talented wide receiver that they've ever seen play a game of football. And I will agree that he's the most physically gifted wide receiver I've ever seen. He did it in a, in a, in a city in an or, for an organization that did not have much success, yet he continued – to produce just baller numbers. Um, I, th- I think that he stands next to Peyton Manning as a first ballot Hall of Famer on here. You know, guys like Jared Allen, uh, no, you're not getting it on your first ballot. Uh, Charles Woodson may get in here. Um, I, I think that this is just a tough class. Um, so, I, 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 I mean, there's a lot of good choices here. Reggie Wayne, I don't think is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Patrick Willis, this well, is a Reggie good place Wayne for him to get in. First try here. He's had a few. Yeah, but Reggie Wayne's not getting in right now. This class is just too good. I think that you have to get a Reggie Wayne in eventually. If you got Marvin Harrison in, I think Reggie Wayne's the next piece for the Colts. It's got to go. Um, but Charles Woodson's definitely got to get in. Uh, Peyton Manning's for sure in. 
Calvin Johnson, I think is for sure in. Uh, and then you have some other guys on here too that 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 really are great players. I, that's the toughest part about this is is who do you put in? But I think Calvin Johnson was so so good at what he did uh, that you have to put him in. I mean, he played for the Lions uh, from 2007 to 2015 uh, and did so in incredible fashion, setting records. Uh, changing rules in regards to touchdown and completing the move and the stupid putting the ball in the fucking end zone and letting go of it. That was a stupid call, by the way. I still get mad about that. But Calvin gets in on his first ballot, I say. Justin. I've been tossing about this one for a little bit now. And I, I I think Calvin Johnson should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I... I'm torn with it because I think he might get bumped on the basis, like Jamie said, of the romance of putting Reggie Wayne and Peyton Manning in at the same time. I don't really see how Reggie Wayne goes in ahead of Calvin Johnson, just in my own mind. Uh, just uh, even just from like fantasy football numbers alone. Like I just, I don't, it doesn't make sense from a, a football perspective Like Calvin Johnson was kind of like, a, a gift to the game almost then got kind of fucking wasted in Detroit with like Dan Orlovsky and those guys <laughs> you know um, but like Peyton Manning yeah Woodson yeah Jared Allen no like uh, Willis I think this year um, but no, I think uh, I think Megatron gets in. I mean, I'd like to see Peyton and Reggie Wayne go. I would, 100 percent, obviously. Um, but I don't, I don't want to see Reggie Wayne go at the expense of Calvin Johnson. You know, and you know what? I'll say flat. I'll keep it brief because I give a bit of my time to Jamie before we go off. You know, I was kind of happy to see I got a smile when I saw that Hind Ward was listed on there. Right, that was you know obviously being a Pittsburgh fan, but he he ain't. Uh, he ain't getting uh, onto this class. You know, this class is way too stacked. And there's also some players that I'll be honest, yours truly isn't as familiar with, but now seeing who they are, remember now the, the memory is going, uh, but great, good comments about Reggie Wayne. Uh, obviously I don't think he gets ahead. There's no chance that he gets ahead of Calvin Johnson. And I would have liked to see Calvin Johnson play more, to be honest. That was my biggest thing. I know, uh, that when he left the the Lions, it's not that he wasn't really young, 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 but he also wasn't old or old, 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 right? He was kind of that mid-age, kind of maybe at the prime of his career, if you will. Maybe that's the right term I'd like to use. I would have liked to see him play more. Like I said, it would have been even nice to see him play for another team, Story Lions fans, to have that little bit of success despite where that would have went. But this guy is a is a Hall of Famer, okay? He's a three-time first-team All-Pro. He he thrived. He was, um, he was, he led the NFL. I believe it was a couple times in, in receiving yards, uh, two or three times, if I remember correctly. And he, he did reach, um, nearly reach 2000 yards in a season. I can't remember when that was either, but I think it was around the 10, 11, 12 kind of area. So this, when I think of the Detroit lions, I actually think of Megatron. I think of Calvin Johnson, the guy was a freak. So I think he does get it. Anyone who doesn't think so be very surprised if he didn't. Obviously Peyton Manning is going to get into the hall of fame. If he doesn't get in, then there's some massive BS going on uh, in the world. that will just be 2020. Peyton's are for sure. First yeah. ballot hall of fame. Yeah. Like they shouldn't even, when they say his name, they should just continue the list and consider who they're considering. Uh, Charles Woodson. I think he does get in as well. And Patrick Willis, I think, uh, uh, you know, 
he was one of the best players in his era when it came to being that defensive side, but it's also a stat class. But uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be his time too. So, Jamie, up to you to finish off the top before we go to break. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, the Patrick Willis thing is, was really just my rebuttal. Uh, I agree. I think Calvin's was a game changer. And, I mean, he's there's some recency bias for sure because he's – it's we're, we're not there's guys that have waited that retired in the 80s that haven't been retired that are good I'm not saying any of those guys are in the same class as Calvin Johnson um but I mean you kind of reset the bar when you're consistently getting double teamed on the goal line when you're getting triple teamed downfield like and still making catches and teams don't know what to do they when the, when a team has to change their game plan for you I think Bill Belichick had a great quote one time about when you have to when my game plan is centered around one guy, I think he's a Hall of Famer. And I think that's a fair fair point. It's whether or not he's first ballot. Will he go? Maybe. I, I don't want to say. Uh, Peyton Manning is 100% going to go in. I think Charles Woodson goes in this time, too. There, There's going to be eight guys go in, plus the founders and the coaches category, whatever whatever they call that. But it, it's do I think he's going to make it in that eight? Yes, I think. But I, I really don't know. It's definitely going to be interesting to see uh, what happens with that. EJ, you know what? This isn't in the pocket, okay? But I got to read something that I saw on Barstool today uh, that was there just – There you go. Uh, just uh, – it was somebody in Chardon, Ohio. Ooh, I might have butchered that. Chardon. Chardon. Chardon, Chardon Ohio. Chardon. It's not far – Chardon. It's not far from where I grew up. It's more like an SH than a CH. There was somebody singing the national anthem in Walmart. I love it. I wish he would have been there when I hit that bald eagle. It probably would have gotten a better death. <laughs> Too bad he couldn't get that recorded. He'd actually probably be the most wanted guy in the world right now. But besides, dude, all- that was dude is terrible. It was a terrible day. But nonetheless, fellas, a lot of great topics that we brought. We went a little bit extra with this segment, so we're going to make sure we keep it really brief with our pickums for myself, Jamie, and Justin. EJ, I want to say thank you for coming on the show as always. And until next week, my friend, hopefully there's nothing that comes in your way, if you will, or no accidents happen too soon. Yeah, no, it's fine. Everybody's been making fun of me all week anyways. <laughs> Either way, it was also it was great to chat with you, my friend. And what's in store this week for EJ Russell? And I like asking this because you know who I feel like when I ask this question? Scott Nason, you know, our good friend Scott. Oh, yeah. What What is on? Co-host, contributor, and all-around good guy, right? Definitely. All in all, and he's the best-looking guy on the panel. Sorry, fellas. I'm glad I'm going to say that. You know, he's even ahead of – What he's the even, heck, man? He's even ahead of Justin and you, EJ. Just a, just a slight bit. Sorry, Jamie, we're in the back. We're in the backyard, but you and me. Yeah, apparently I just fix things and I'm only a good guy, so it's fine. <laughs> That's all you're good for is fixing things. That... <laughs> I know my label now, apparently. The, the we're fix- too ugly to hang out with Dave. No, you, Justin and EJ and Scott are in their own own uh, own league. EJ, what's on what's on tap for uh, EJ Russ this week in Escanaba? Well, I will say this. I will be spending tomorrow uh, – with co-host of the hot seat, Tyler Willette and his family, uh, they've invited me to their house for Thanksgiving since, you know, uh, this time of year tends to be uh, some good sales going on. I, I, I don't get to go home to Cleveland for the holidays, so I'm going to spend some time with the Willette family. Uh, I think Tyler and I may or may not do a recording on Friday for the hot seat. Um, it's still kind of up in the air with Thursday being our normal recording day and tomorrow being Thanksgiving. Uh, by the time him and I are even remotely 
conscious enough to be able to record a show. We'll probably have had too many uh, Pink Whitney's mm-hmm. uh, to know what's going on. So uh, may or may not be producing an episode of The Hot Seat, uh, but definitely will be watching football this weekend. Uh, rooting for my Cleveland Browns, as always. Go Browns. Uh, but going to do The Hot Seat, I think. I'm thinking on Friday, of course, Monday night edition of the game with Scott Nason, uh, myself, and Butch Davis. And Dave, when he is able to make it, we always love having Dave when he's there, uh, getting the four horsemen together. But just trying to enjoy whatever time I can with whoever I can, however I can, because there's so many dang restrictions that you don't know what the hell you're supposed to do or what you're allowed to do or what you can and can't do. Uh, But I will say this. uh, Continue to support your local businesses. Some of these bars and restaurants are still open for takeout, so make sure you're getting out there. Uh, you know, the hot seat. I don't know if I can do this, Dave, but I'm going to try it anyways. The hot seat sponsored by Mo's Pub here in Escanaba. Yeah, um, you're- they've been they've been fantastic for us. Um, they are still open for takeout. They do have growlers to go so you can get beer to go. Um, that's where I've been getting my beer. I'm not going to grocery store. I'm getting my growler, growler filled every day. Spend 20 bucks and you get better beer, better draft beer. So um, just continue to support local businesses. But thanks for having me, guys. Sorry, my attendance has been, we'll say, subprime. Uh, for the last couple of weeks, but planning on being here regularly. Uh, appreciate your guys' understanding, and uh, gonna be watching the roads for more Eagles. That you know, as always. Oh, and I will say this, okay? Let me add this real quick, and I want to give a quick shout out to my father, Dr. Joe Russell, because when I hit that bird, uh, I, I texted my family a picture. I'm like, oh my god, I killed a bald eagle. And the very first response, that my dad, I, I I still don't know how who taught him how to text. Dude, 60 something years old, and text great. Uh, his Everyone else is like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I hope your truck's okay. My dad's response is, it's an omen. Browns kill Eagles. We're winning this week. So <laughs> that, that was my dad's response. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. That's a, that, that he, is, he literally that's just a, said, it's an omen. Browns kill Eagles. We're winning. Oh, I like that. I like that. We'll leave. I don't – I should watch what I say, but I think people understand what I meant by I like that. I like that text is what I meant. Yeah, it's funny. And either way, EJ, again, thank you very much. When it comes to the Monday editions, obviously myself and Scott have been doing our own independent uploads because of the fact of having to use recording, pre-recording technology. Just it's to, all nonsense. It's, a, it's unfortunate that I can't jump in as much with the Four Horsemen, but you guys are doing great work. Make sure you check out EJ's Hot Seat editions that are on the Game Sports Show website. You go to thegamesportshow.com. The Episodes tab is at the top. There's also an Episodes tab at the bottom. Can't miss it. Click the Hot Seat, and it'll upload and show you all the websites on there, including our ESPN edition, and I must tease that we're going to have a new website with the Game Sports Show in the coming weeks, and we also have a bigger website coming in the new year. But that's all I'm going to tease with that. It's not. Ooh. It's not even a website. It's something a lot bigger that everyone. Dave, else. I like the way you tease me, buddy. I, I like that. It's not just a website coming in the new year. It's a lot bigger than that. But nonetheless, it's a lifestyle. It's different. Yeah, for sure. I like that. One of the topics on there. Uh, but we have our Game Sports Show website that will be revamped. But it's very simple to get in touch with all the episodes of the games. Make sure you check out the Hot Seat and our ESPN 1400 editions. Again, thank you, EJ, Justin, Jamie. Hold tight. Thank you. We're going to be right back with our continuance of the In the Pocket segment for a pick em, nice and quick. We're going to pick them before we wrap up tonight's show. Be right back after these messages. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Zachary Kelly. I'm a professional goaltender in the Washington Capitals organization. If you're a sports person, well, you need to download my new app. It's called Living Sisu, S-I-S-U. Everything about sports, from discounts to events to just learning new tips and tricks about sports. Download the app. Follow us on Instagram. We have the app just came out there on iOS and Android. Just want to say a big shout out to the guys at the Game Sports Show. Thanks a lot. And I really appreciate you guys. And we'll talk real soon. 
You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game entertainment and media. We want to tip our hats to Compass Imaging and Demansky Office Interiors, two great businesses in one great location. From overall graphics to full office needs, Compass and Demansky has it all in one stop. Make sure you check them out on Facebook and on Instagram. The Game Sports Show, powered by Jim, would love to give a belly rub to Northern Critters in Need. Northern Critters in Need is an animal foster and adoption agency located in Ignis, Ontario, with connecting stations within Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. NCIN can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Northern Critters in Need, with a mission to rescue lost, abandoned, and abused and unwanted pets. With a name to find forever homes for these animals, doesn't matter where you're located. If you're looking to bring a new fur baby into your life, NCIN. The reach of our rescue goes far beyond our township. The Game Sports Show and Game Entertainment Media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up as free at LivingSisu.com where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. You can follow the Game Sports Show on Facebook and Instagram at the Game Sports Show. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show, Sports Center Bar and Grill Edition. Obviously, continuing our in the pocket here on the Game Sports Show, powered by Jam. You're listening to the show through our many media platforms that I have mentioned at the top. But just to remind you, Facebook and Instagram at the Game Sports Show, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Podbean, or Podtail podcast platforms, or through, of course, thegamesportshow.com. And I must remind you, Jam, the game entertainment and media. All of this is powered by Jam. And make sure you come on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill, located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. 75-cent wing nights, Monday and Wednesday. Great atmosphere, great food, great cold beverages available. It's the Sioux's Best Sports Bar. Five years in a row, and that ain't a joke. That's a pretty big deal. Big deal referencing Paul Bizanet from Barstool Sports and Spitting Chicklets taking his fire there. But nonetheless, we are talking football here. We're not talking hockey. If you're looking to talk about hockey, look at our previous edition, our Northern Superior Brewing Company edition that was just uploaded earlier this week, along with our previous editions that have been uploaded, our ESPN 1400 edition from this week, and also our Jason Bakashawa special edition upload. And soon-to-be special edition uploads brought to you by Little Caesars. Little fun, little teaser there for our special edition upload. New title coming very soon. A lot of big things with the Game Sports Show, and in particular, Jam going into New Year as we teased before going to that commercial break. Again, thank you to EJ Russell for taking the time, as he always does, as best he can within the pocket. I'm here still joined by Jamie Antonello and Justin Heichel. Continuing in the pocket, as I mentioned, getting right into the Pick'em. And, fellas, obviously the Pick'em has been kind of all over the place this year, but they have been tracked. Listeners are wondering potentially about our uh, records of things, and this will be released, I promise you. Just Obviously, week 11, we had no recording, so there was no recorded pick. So we're just going to continue from previous record on to week 12 here, and those records will be stated, I promise, at some point and some upload in the near future and i am told that i should give a date but you know what i ain't going to give a date because who knows what's going to happen days from now let alone a week from now in terms of upload so fellas let's get into our nfl pick for week 12 week 12 do you believe that fellas that's kind of wild yeah. it's uncomfortable literally like it's literally flying by right and this this season is flying by and there hasn't been too many red flags obviously covid has uh, played its part on a couple games or if you want to say the odd week or two throughout the season but it's been nonetheless it's been a pretty productive season for the national football league so get into it we're going to fly through these fellas we're going to make this a quick pick em edition before we wrap up the show as obviously we used our time a good amount of our time for our discussion our roundtable which was fantastic by the way 
going first in the first game, uh, going to the Texans and the Lions. It's the first game to jump into. Jamie. Ooh. Um, I mean, the real question here is, do, does Deshaun Watson keep somehow forcing his way over bad teams with no team around him? And, I mean, Texans are three-point favorites right now. The Lions somehow have four wins. It's in Detroit. But I'm going to go with Houston. I'm just gut feeling. going to go with them. Uh, gut feeling for me as well. I'm actually going to go with the Lions uh, for this game. You know, I just – maybe some Thanksgiving love to the Lions fans. I think I think they need some love. Justin. Uh, Lions on Thanksgiving for the uh, pro-line win. Pro-line there win. There it is. Betting men. We got the guy who fixes things on one end, and we got the betting man on the other end. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Those aren't your real nicknames, I promise. Uh, Washington and Dallas. <laughs> I'm not really looking forward to even caring about discussing for this game as much because I love that division so much, but we got to talk about it. Justin. This game is for the NFC East, Dave. Yeah, it I really guess. is. It is it's for all sad. It is sad. That is so How can you disrespect this game like that? You know, these teams have worked very hard to get where they're at this season, Dave. We're all I think, trying I think very the Cowboys hard. are going to ride their high, and I think they're going to take this game. That's what I have to say with a straight face. Jamie, LOL. 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 Jamie. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh, I just don't believe in Washington and on any level, regardless of Alex Smith being a feel-good story. You know what? Actually, to be honest, because I like picking some games out of rationale, and I'm going to go with the feel-good story here. I'm going to go with Washington. Honestly, if I'm the Betty man on the other end of the mic, Justin, I'm probably going the other side, but I'm just going to go with the the, 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 the feeling here. I kind of feel that Washington um, Football Club is going to walk away with a victory here. I'll just And I'll also be the guy to not have a sweep when it comes to a NFC East game. Hey. Brutal division. Uh, <laughs> next, next one we're gonna jump into here, fellas. Chargers and Bills. This is actually gonna be a really good game, I, I think. But it, it, we know I, we know who the strong team is in this game. But I still think it's gonna be pretty entertaining. But I'll go first with this, and I'm gonna say the Bills are gonna win this football game. And I don't think it's gonna be handily, to be honest with you. But they're gonna win. Uh, it's gonna be an exciting game overall. I should just say, Justin. Uh, I think the Bills got this one. I mean, the Chargers. They look good some weeks, but then other weeks they just don't have it at all. And I mean, the Bills are a contender right now, so they got this. Jamie, I'm going with the Bills as well. I think uh, Chargers strength coach cut off Herbert's hair, and I think he lost all his power. So I'm going with the Bills. <laughs> Shouldn't have cut that hair, man. You got to keep that flow. Titans, Colts. Justin, you first. I think I know where you're going with it. Yeah, Colts are winning. The end. Jamie. This is a big game, and I know Justin yeah, knows. So, like, this is uh, this is for the division right now. Yep. And oof, it's it. it uh, uh, I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Sorry, Justin. I'm stay actually, out. Of, stay out of my neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> We're not gonna enter. Shut the lights off, so you don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which house. Yeah, not like yeah. No, you won't find it then. The no, lights will. It's gone. Oh, where'd it go? You know, it's probably the one on the street with the lights off. Yeah, well, there's that, oh, no, too. It's the, it's the Jewish house. We've already figured that yeah. out. 
Yikes. I'm going Titans, keeping it simple. I think, I'm sorry, Justin, I think they're slightly the better football team. Honest opinion. Sorry. That's my opinion probably doesn't matter as much as the next guy when it comes to football, throwing predictions out there because I'm not a previous pick em winner like Jamie is, but nonetheless, picking the Titans. Panthers, Vikings, I'll start this off. I'm going to go with... The Minnesota Vikings, I honestly, I think I believe Teddy Bridgewater is going to be back this week for Carolina from what I saw. But nonetheless, I feel like the, the Vikings and Cook are going to run all over the Panthers here. Jamie. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings as well, um, even if Teddy's back. I mean, Kirk Cousins is the wild card there for me. You never kind of know what kind of what Kirk you're going to get show up to the game. Uh, but yeah, Dalvin's, uh, Dalvin's absolutely dominating. I think that Minnesota team is just a little bit better than Carolina right now. Definitely. Justin. Hey, I'm going to take the Panthers on this one and disagree with Paul. Well, I mean, like, I, I really hope Philip Walker starts again. He's XFL. Uh, former Colts practice squad star and, uh, XFL. So, I mean, everyone knows I got a little place in my heart for the XFL and, uh, I want to see him get a win. The Rock want to start the XFL again or something? Or is that he bought the leagues? He bought yeah, the he owns, he owns the league now. That's right. That is right. That is old news. I think we brought that up earlier. I just completely we did. forgot. We did. Uh, next game we're going to be bringing up, and that is the Browns and the Jags. I think this is going to be a pretty clean clean sweep around, but I'm saying the Browns simply because they're a better football team. Jamie. Yeah. Uh, so the Jags, I believe I read today, are going to Mike Glennon over uh, Jake Luton there. The after the Gardner Minshew went out, but Fact. yeah, it's uh, old Mike Glennon. He's uh, the, the, the baby dinosaur himself is, is back under center. So that means the Browns are going to win by a million. <laughs> Literally one zero, 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 zero. Justin. Yeah. It's the, I think the Browns, I think both running backs are going to have like a hundred yards each this weekend. That's uh, yeah. it's an easy, easy win for the Browns. Pick yeah. them up in fantasy. Oh yeah. Wait, I got Chubb. I need Chubb to have a big week. You know, started one and see, now I was one and seven. Now I'm four and seven. Ballin back, boys. The boys after that big trade to bring in Lockett and Josh Allen for Michael Thomas. Jamie was a big, big deal. Except last oh, week. There you go. But nonetheless, I uh, I feel like the Browns, as I said off the top, it's going to be. <laughs> Justin said it right there with the running backs. It's going to be entertaining. Hopefully, somebody has them both in fantasy. Giants Bengals. This is one of my snoozers for the week, in particular because Joe Burrow won't be participating in the game, but maybe Brandon Allen will be a feel good story. But Jamie, who do you think is winning this game? Oh, as much as I don't want to go with the Giants, I think I'm gonna go with the Giants. I I, I mean Brandon Allen, who are you? Who know like <laughs> sorry, I it's Giants. I got no I got no words. Uh, you know what? I agree. I'm just gonna keep it simple. Who the fuck no, it's Giants. Justin. The Giants are winning this one because whoever, uh, depending on who wins the Washington, the Giants with a win this game could also be in the division lead. That's true. Uh, It's chaos chaos unfolding in the NFC East. Literally complete chaos. Now, Justin's second favorite team, I'm going to say, maybe I'm wrong, probably am wrong. Cardinals and and Patriots are playing. I'm saying your second favorite team is the Cardinals, just given everything that is this going on this year. Who's winning that game, Justin? Yeah, the Cardinals are winning, but uh, I never thought I'd say this. I'm kind of excited for the Cardinals-Patriots game. I think that's going to be a decent one to watch. The Patriots have been interesting the last few weeks. I figured it out just because you don't like Tom Brady. It's not that you never like the Patriots. You don't like Tom Brady. I just wanted Brady to be exposed as a system QB. And it's happening. Just a tad. And 
and an all-around douche canoe. <laughs> douche canoe. <laughs> like One of my favorite chirps of all time. Douche canoe. I love that. Jamie. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals as well. I think this is going to be a good game, though. I think Justin's right. I think it's uh, if if you have the opportunity to watch this one at one o'clock, I think it, uh, it that or the Colts game is going to be uh, probably the one to watch. You advise watching it, and I agree. I'm saying this will be an exciting game to watch, but the Cardinals are going to win. I do like the Cardinals, and I got actually a soft spot for Larry Fitzgerald. Always been a Larry Fitzgerald fan. Out of out of Pittsburgh is Larry Fitzgerald, not the Steelers, just from. The Pittsburgh native, uh, Dolphins and the Jets. Uh, this this game, I, I was hoping maybe, you, you know, it'd be nice to see if maybe uh, Fitzpatrick was going to be going in this game, but that's not going to be happening, obviously. But I'm going to say the Dolphins are, from what I get, right? I, don't, I think Tua is still starting this week. Uh, from He's got a I, thumb injury or something? He hurt himself in practice today. So Tua did. Okay, so is Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Is there might be a likelihood of Fitzpatrick playing the game then? It's the not, beard is it, beard is back maybe. Maybe, yeah, I I'm hopeful. Either way, either way, Tua or Fitzpatrick, whoever it is in the game, it's going to be the Dolphins winning this football game. Justin. Yeah, yeah, I got the Dolphins. Pretty simple, Jamie. What do you mean? You guys don't believe in Joe Flacco? Oh my Christ! Super Bowl winner too. Think about that. Um, somehow, yeah. yeah except he I went on a great was just... run. Thought he was gonna collect a paycheck there and not have to do anything. No, he's played an entire season and just got shelled. Honest to God, the guy went on a Super Bowl run for the ages, had a great stats throughout the Super Bowl, got paid, and has done nothing. Yeah. Uh, went to the Broncos. Uh, yeah. Disaster. Uh yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins, no matter who's the quarterback. I think the Jets stink. <laughs> the Jets are absolutely horrible. The Jets are not a good football team. They are 0 and ten. I think that's pretty obvious why they're not a good football team. Obvious, Dave, here for you when you need them. Uh, the Raiders and the Falcons. Jamie. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders because uh, I don't want the Falcons to win, obviously. Sorry, Dane. But I, I'm i a little leery just because I don't know what Raiders team is going to actually show up. They've been uh, pretty hot and cold. They knocked off some pretty, bit, pretty major teams. And then uh, lost to some uh, stinky ones. So, but I'm going to pick the Raiders just because uh, I can never believe in the Falcons winning ever again. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Justin. <laughs> yeah, I'm just taking the Raiders because they got more fight in them than the Falcons do. That's, yeah. that's it. I, I echo all your comments. Clean sweep with the Raiders. Ravens Steelers 115 this game obviously moved from Thursday as per NFL.com ESPN has stated all sports outlets including the Steelers Instagram page on their story uh, here tonight and obviously with the day of the recording November the 25th this has been moved to, to wow almost it's September November the 29th Sunday at 115 it's kickoff Ravens Steelers the Steelers aren't losing baby and I'm going to be biased on this because I can't the big Ben, the boys. You got you got Chase Claypool, who is breaking records out there as a Canadian. Ten touchdowns in ten games. Love it. Love seeing it. The guy is a speed demon out there. Even with the modifications of team trying to adjust to cover him, cover Juju, cover Washington, cover all that out there. All top of that, the Steelers' defense has been usually pretty pretty good this year, if not above pretty good. So I think that this will be a good also test for the Ravens Steelers sorry, as they continue to try to run away with the division. The streak's not end this week, buddy. The Steelers are winning this game. Jamie. I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. I think just 
an extra couple days to prep for Lamar Jackson and watch more film uh, while the, while Baltimore's unable to was unable to practice. Uh, also, because if they win this game and then next week uh, Pittsburgh has Washington, so they should get a dub there. Puts them at twelve and zero. Pretty well guarantees them the division almost at that point. So I think uh, I think they're they're pretty motivated. I think you're gonna have uh, some guys that are pretty pissed off because they've lost their bye week. They're losing extra days off, and they're just gonna want to fucking fist them. Justin, <laughs> just just fist them. Yeah, yeah no, I think, uh, it's the Steelers. That's an easy one right there. Oh, I like that easy one. I love hearing that. You know, it's good to see the Steelers getting the respect. You know that. Well, you guys have always deserved them, but some of the comments I've heard about the Steelers being the worst tackle team, it made me shake my head. Saints. Well, they played up and down a bit to their competition. I think that's where people are getting that because they've won by slim margins over great teams, and then won by slim margins over dog shit teams. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's COVID. You got you kind of got to take everything with a bit of grace. Dude, no, no one, no one ever says you won the Super Bowl by one. They just say you won the That's Super Bowl. That's it. Exactly. Five games remaining, fellas. You can hear on the In the Pocket segment, Dan McKay, Jamie Antonello, Justin Heiko, our Sports Center Bar and Grill edition, in particular with In the Pocket here. Saints, Broncos, Jamie. Saints, baby. Let's go. Very simple there, Justin. Yeah, the Saints should win this, no problem. A pretty, wow, that was a pretty clean sweep on. You don't have a chance. You don't give any love to the Broncos here, fellas? None? None at all? No. Uh, they're just, pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not giving Drew's, him my... Drew's hurt. It's playing a mile high. It doesn't matter. Taysom's a Mormon. He's going to dominate. Yeah, and Jemias is not playing. That's... that's Jemias. That's Jemias. 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 Let's uh, go with Jemias. Jemias. We're going to win. We're not going to eat a W, thankfully. So. <laughs> You're not going to have 10 touchdowns and 10 turnovers or interceptions. Right. Oh, did you guys... I don't know if you guys saw. There was, a, there was a, another meme and Tom Brady with his like stats on primetime this year he's like one and three and he's thrown five touchdowns and five interceptions and the, a picture of Jameis like behind the clipboard with his eyes wide like ooh, pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no then the buccaneers have had the chiefs this week but we're not getting to that just yet that we have one more game before we get into that 49ers rams justin uh i think the rams got this one pretty handedly the 49ers are a hurting unit right now yep. jamie yeah, I think the Rams are going to build off of a pretty – well, I mean, beating the Bucks last week for them, pretty big win. But, uh, yeah, the 49ers are uh, – I mean, I'll give them credit. At four and six, like, they could be easily, like, one and nine after all the injuries they've had. But I think the – and it's division game, so anything can kind of happen. But I think the Rams are uh, firing on all cylinders right now. I'm going to agree with the Rams as well. Big win last week. That's why it arrived, that momentum, and continuing against a hurting Niners team. Chiefs and Bucks. speaking of those Bucks, I'll keep it simple. Chiefs. Jamie. Yeah, this is uh, this is Chiefs for sure, I think. the uh, They're only three-and-a-half-point favorites, and probably because it's in Tampa Bay. But, I mean, yeah, you got to go with Kansas City here, I think. You do. Justin. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are the no-brainer pick here. Unless Tampa does something to have some sort of miracle up their sleeve, but I just don't see it. No. No. <laughs> Tom Brady might have to pull some 2002 Tom Brady magic to pull out a win here against the, the what do you call it, the juggernaut of a quarterback they're playing against. Next up, we have the Bears-Packers Sunday Night Football. Jamie. This is the widest spread of the week at nine. 
in favor of the Packers, and I don't think I'm going to be able to go against that. Uh, even if uh, Big Dick, Big Dick Nick himself is, has a game, I think Aaron Rodgers is still going to get the dub. Couple clean sweeps in a row, and I think it might be another one here. I'm going with the Packers too. Big spread, Justin. Yeah, Packers. I think that's a no-brainer. I don't think the, they're going to take that loss last week too lightly, and they're going to take it right back out on the Bears. Uh, Seahawks, Eagles. You know what? I was going to be that asshole to like say that the Eagles are going to beat the Seahawks this week and make that my gamble of the week, but no. I don't really have many gambles of the week this week because I'm taking a vacation from my gambles and unorthodox picking styles here, and I'm keeping it simple. Seahawks, way better football team. That's all. Jamie. Yeah, this is. This, uh, I'm going to go with Seattle. I think uh, Philly is going to watch potentially the rest of the division get ahead of them now again because yep. they have that tie, so they're hanging on to that half-game lead. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz is having himself a Jameis Winston season so far. He's got Jamias. 14 touchdowns and 14 picks. So Jameis? It's Jameis, man. Come on. Like, Jameis. Yeah, it's, Seattle's winning this game. It's prime time. Even though it's in Philly, they're, they're going to win. I feel like Charles Barkley, Jonas Fallon, Dwayne Sauce. You know, like I'm pretty pretty bad at that. Justin. See, like, I, I feel like this game has trap written all over it. It, does, it right? might. It, because I think... I, I, I'm, I'm just not sure if Seattle's good yet. I'm still not sold. Like, Wilson's Wilson's good. DK's good. Like, their defense is brutal some games. But, like, Carson Wentz, are is, bad. Carson Wentz is fucking brutal, too. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think this game could turn into a shootout somehow, and... I don't know. I, you doing it? Are you doing it? Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, Kay. I like that. I actually had you pegged for another clean sweep, but I'm glad you broke it. Oh, oh, I've been staring at this one. Well, like, if the Eagles win, uh, as soon as we sign in to record next Wednesday, I'm going to praise you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally praise. We might even give you the automatic win. That's all comp. No, no, can't go that far, actually. <laughs> can't go that far. Fellas, that has been our pick'em for this week here. This in the pocket segment brought to you by Sports Center Bar and Grill on the Sports Center Bar and Grill uploaded edition. Sue's Best Sports Bar, five years in a row, located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Make sure you check them out on social media, Facebook, and Instagram, and also make sure you come on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill where they have their fifth, their seventy-five cent wing nights, absolutely delicious, delicious Monday and on Wednesdays. And if you're wondering where it's located, pretty easy to remember: six twenty-four. Wellington Street West at Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Make sure I stress that again. It's Sue's Best Sports Bar, five years in a row. And thanks to Frank Ligori and to the beautiful staff. Easy, buddy. There we go. It's been a long time since we've said that, actually. Can't believe we forgot. I want to say thank you to the listeners for tuning in. Make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe. It's been Dave McKaig, joined by EJ Russell, who we let go after the first part. Thank you very much, EJ. And joined for the entirety of the show, Justin Heiko and Jamie Antonello going to you first. Jamie, thanks for taking the time, my friend. It was fun as always. 100%. Can't wait for next week. Definitely be good. It'll be an interesting week of football for sure. And happy Thanksgiving again to everyone in the United States. Uh, we have a lot of United States listeners in particular with the Michigan area. So everyone enjoy. And hopefully Michigan listeners can enjoy a little bit of a Lions victory this week. Justin, thank you for uh, coming on and taking time, my friend. Hopefully those lights are blue and white in preparation for cheering for the Colts for yourself this week and just getting ready for Maple Leaf, for, for Toronto Maple Leaf season coming up in hopefully in sometime in early 2021. <laughs>
Oh, no, it's, uh, it's good being here as always. Uh, it's good chatting to you guys about football again. I mean, I'll be honest, I went to Sports Center earlier tonight and I got some wings. So uh, yep. I got them into me I'm today. Jealous. They were delicious. Yep. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll keep you posted on my uh, my Festivus lights. Uh, I got to do another trip to Canadian Tire tomorrow to get some more white lights to work in. But uh, there'll be an IG post by the end of the weekend. There we go. Love it. Honestly, in Sports Center, obviously we were recording via Skype and inside the Gem Studios due to obviously following the COVID-19 protocols, keeping it safe, distancing, and kind of rotating our schedule around. So once again, thank you to all the listeners who are patient with all of our uploads. We have a lot of uploads in a week right now between all the shows that we've had here in Sioux, Ontario, so Michigan, EJ's show, Butch's show, as well as the other shows that are on our platform. We're averaging almost just under 10 uploads a week with all the episodes. I know it's probably hard to keep up with, but make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe. I can't stress that enough so you can get in touch with the criteria and content that you want to hear and don't go anywhere else in terms of getting your football knowledge split between here within the pocket and also with their ESPN 1400 edition and also with EJ's uh, hot seat in Escanaba brought to you by Moe's Pub. So it's a lot of great content here on the game. And if there's anything that you'd like to bring forward yourself, please comment below and don't hesitate to try to reach out to one of us if you want to have a conversation. Again, this has been the Game Sports Show with your host, David McKaig, on behalf of Jamie Antonello, Justin Eichel, EJ Russell, and the whole family of the Game Sports Show powered by the Game Entertainment Media. I want to say thank you again. And until next time, I'm here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, join your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.